0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review
1: the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8-and-16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is UN Squadron.
0: squadron was released for the super nintendo in september of 1991 in north america japan got it in july of 91 but those poor fools in europe and possibly australia Uh, they had to wait till december in 1992 whoa really yeah this was like a launch title for us right in in the u.s if it wasn't at the exact launch, it was in those first two or three months. It was available by Christmas. I'm pretty sure that
1: it was out by the time I got my Super Nintendo, like, which was pretty close at the beginning, but
0: it's one of the first games I remember renting, like this and Razor, if I remember right. Now, this game is a port of the arcade game of the same name, and they are based on a manga called Area 88 that was uh, translated for the States. I
1: never encountered uh, the manga or the arcade game before. I, I played
0: it at home, and Area eighty eight is also its Japanese name. I gotcha. It's it's all over the you know the, your base is Area eighty eight, uh, you know, on the map and such. Yes, it is. So, Nick, what kind of gameplay does UN Squadron have? Um, it's a side-scrolling uh, shoot 'em up. You're it's a plane-based game, so you're flying around in jets and such. Yeah, it's a bit of a departure for Capcom. Oh no, wait. well it is because their shoot 'em ups were usually vertical like uh, the 1940 series right right so going sideways is a bit of a difference for them because you are traveling from left to right in most of these stages of this game yeah i feel like uh
1: at least back in the 80s you know the the top down shooter was kind of the default way to go
0: well the problem is your tv at home is horizontal not vertical Ah, oh, that's true. That's very true. So as time went on and they were more conscious of ports, a lot of them became side-scrolling instead of vertical-scrolling mm. to better fit on your home system. I know because I have trouble with my main cabinet, and I'm thinking about building a second one just for old games that use a vertical screen. Right, right. Now in this game, you can choose between three pilots. They are Shin Kazama. Yeah, he's from Japan. It sounds like it. And he uh, levels up faster. Yeah, his Vulcan cannon uh,
1: levels up really quick.
0: And uh, you can also be Mickey Simon. Uh, Yeah, he's from San Francisco in the United States. Okay, excellent. Uh, Uh, I guess
1: he's the kind of all-around guy. Yeah, they say stuff about him using more weapons at once,
0: but I couldn't really see it in the game. And I think we discussed this. I feel like that may be a carryover from the arcade experience. Uh, In the arcade... Everyone has a set vehicle and therefore set uh, weapons they can use. So I think his had the most types of weapons available. Mm, if that's true, then that would really make him the best, I think. Well, <laughs> that is debatable. Oh, Because my favorite is Greg Gates.
1: Yeah, uh, same here. He's who I used. Uh, he hails from Copenhagen, Denmark.
0: Excellent. And he has a mustache, which is one of the most important yeah he's, he's the big burly guy. He is. And... He has the most health. Like, I'm not really sure how it works. They say he can take the most damage.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, there are. It seems to be several different types of hits. Like, if you get hit by a bullet, it takes a certain amount of damage, as well as collisions with planes and walls, or they're all different. But he always takes a little less than the others, and he recovers faster.
0: Oh, okay. Now, um, this is a pretty standard shoot 'em up. It even honors the uh, Gradius conventions of 1981, where yeah. they all came together and decided that. Orange enemies would give you power ups yeah, yeah, across yeah. any platform and any manufacturer of games. But um the power up system in this game is a little confusing. Well, uh, for the, the your cannon. Yeah, so just like in every other shoot 'em up, when you destroy a wave of orange guys or maybe one orange guy, right. you'll get a little power up. Yeah, it's either orange or blue. Yes. And the orange one is what, worth it's, one? Yeah, it's worth one. And blue is worth three. And those are powering up your Vulcan cannon.
1: Yeah. It keeps track of them on the top right of your screen. It'll to- show you, it'll say, it'll show you how many you need for your next level up and the, your total you have so far.
0: Yeah. Which is why it's confusing because the number on the left where it says pow, mm-hmm. that's the power level. That's how many more you need yes. to get to the next level. So yeah. you'll get something and it will go down. It while the look number weird. to The right goes up. <laughs> Sometimes it will go down and loop onto another number Yeah, it can be a little strange, but for the most part, the left one's what you're looking at. Yeah, and really, for the most part, just get them all. You just want to get as many power-ups as you can, and that will make your gun stronger. Yeah, absolutely. It's never a point where you're like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't get this one, or I'm going to try harder to get this one because I'm close to a level. Yeah, Just always get all of them. So at each level that you power up, your gun gets stronger, and it gets a slightly wider range.
1: Yeah, it'll increase its size until it's a huge wave by the time you get... It maxes out, uh, it'll, depending on the plane. As I
0: say, it maxes out differently depending on what plane you get. We'll get to that in a moment. Now, throughout the levels, in addition to the power-ups, there are a few other things you can find, such as the Yashichi. Yes, it will refill your entire life bar. And it looks like a pinwheel.
1: Yeah, and this is a familiar thing from other Capcom shooters. It's in 1942 and
0: 43, mm-hmm. I believe. I'm guessing this is some sort of traditional Japanese thing. That's, I always assume, assume so. So, uh, hey, Layer Bear, <laughs> let us know. You seem to be up on all these things. Who knows? In addition to the yashichi or pinwheel, you will find the weapons rack, which you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And what does the weapons rack look like? It's like a couple rods. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It just looks. It looks like almost like three or four shotgun shells, kind of, yeah, you know, right by each other. And that refills uh, your weapons partially. Yes. Now, you'll also find a star, and that's pretty cool. That's $5,000.
1: Yes. However, I would like to point out that the manual um, says it's worth $5,000, but if you look, it's 50000 Oh, that's even better. And as well as the weapons rack uh, in the manual, it says it will partially refill your uh, current weapon. But, but it does it. all of them. Yeah, it does all of them. So, yeah. I mean, we'll touch a little more on the manual, but...
0: Now, you'll also find a little tiny mech
1: man. It's the same icon that is your select, you know, at the beginning when you go from start, the option, like it's your little pointer.
0: It's very weird.
1: But whatever it is, it kills everything on screen, so it's a welcome uh, sight.
0: Yeah, it's very handy. Now, if you thought that was weird, maybe you'll find it weird to find a flaming unicorn head.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the symbol. The unicorn is the symbol of the, the UN squadron, so that's where that comes from. But it gives you like a lightning shield around you.
0: So, does that mean that their UN squadron is not United Nations, but somehow Unicorn something? They never say. That's pretty good. Maybe. I hope so. I do too. I definitely would join up for the Unicorn Nation (laughs) squad. And then, last but not least, you will find the fuel tank. And that will partially fill up your life. It seemed to be about half. I couldn't get an exact... It's always happening so quickly that I don't really have a lot of time to look at things that aren't my ship avoiding bullets. Exactly. But to mention the life we need to talk about your life bar which is a unique aspect of this shoot 'em up game. Yes sir. You don't just take the one hit and die. You don't just take 10 hits and die. It's its own system. Yeah, it's uh, and I've never really seen it kind of replicated, I guess. No, not at all. Now, you have a total of what? Like 8 hits on your bar? Maybe it seems to depend on the type of hit, but there's 8 gradients of color on the, the bar. Yes. So there is that. Now, when you take that first hit or any hit, your bar is going to flash. Yeah, and you'll hear a little like... Burr, burr. And what does it say, Nick? Does it say danger? I think, yeah. And while it's flashing danger, you are very vulnerable. Yeah, if you get hit again, it's over. You are dead. One thing I did notice that was a little weird is, so at the end of danger, for like half a second, before your bar fills back up to its now normal spot of health or fuel... right because your fuel bar is your health bar, same difference. Yes. I'm going to say health or fuel interchangeably so I apologize from now on. Same here. But for a couple frames after danger, it says extinct. Oh yeah, yeah. I always just thought that meant like danger extinct or it, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a it whatever. <laughs> Yeah, my son was very confused. He goes, "Does that like dinosaur extinct? And I told him it's probably a translation error. Extinct means like over or done or final. Maybe they're going for like extinguished. Yeah, something along those lines. But once the fire is extinguished, your danger is out. Your health or fuel bar will fill back up to where it was before and you can take another hit.
1: Yeah, and this is where uh, Greg really shines because he is vulnerable for less time than the other uh, two
0: pilots awesome now you also have lives in this game you start with three lives and three continues and that's it as as far as continues are concerned pretty standard you you can get extra lives for every one hundred thousand points great i knew you'd come through because i wrote blank number of points i knew i heard the sound and i saw myself getting them but it was just too hectic to realize what the point level was at that i got them now that's all shown in the bottom left and right corners of your screen and on top you've got you know, the aforementioned power levels and all that stuff. But on the left, you have your points. And shooting down enemies gives you points. Yeah, as well as uh, money. You keep track of your dollars also. That's because for every 100 points you get, you get $300.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, which adds up pretty quick.
0: Yes, and money is used before each level. It is used to buy your plane, and, and your plane carries over. But it is also used to buy new items. Yeah, you have a pretty big selection of uh, weapon systems. You know, I think this is a perfect time to go over them. Let's do it. So, I'll start with the standard cluster bomb. It's 3,000.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, the price depends on your plane. Oh, it does. Because it gives you different num- uh, amounts of ammo, and gotcha. it's based on the ammo. So, like, th- this one only gives you three. So, they're about a thousand bucks a piece, I think. Because later, when, when you can get ones that can hold up to 10 or 20, it costs that much.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I see. Now, the cluster bomb is a bomb that shoots at a circle of explosions that emanate from your ship.
1: Yeah, and they, they kind of come out and retract, and they'll hit uh, and do pretty good damage to anything nearby.
0: Yeah, they're early on one of your better uh, massive damage. Yeah, they're, they're very useful. I use them a lot. I did not. Okay. I don't know why. I just never did.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, all the weapons are good in their own right, so it's, it's fun to, to see what people use. Yes.
0: Now, one I didn't use as much as I wish I could have was the Phoenix. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just homing missiles. Uh, you don't get to choose what it homes in on, but it's going to home in on something and tear it up. Yeah, it will uh, shoot two at a
1: time, and um, this is one I, I hadn't classically used a lot, but I, I sure did a lot this time. Uh, it can make certain scenes really easy, and if you're careful... If you just use it when there's only two enemies on the screen, you know. It's definitely going to get them. It also will hit hidden objects if there's nothing. Oh, okay. Because it revealed there's certain, I was like, I don't know how I found this uh, item
0: because I was just slamming Phoenix missiles out, you know, in certain hairy parts. Yeah, there are a few parts in this game where I found some secret areas that I did not find again. Next up, we have the Falcon. I never used this. Uh, I did, but that's only because the ship I ended up with towards the end could not use normal bombs oh okay so therefore i did use the uh falcon which is a form of bomb that skims the ground kind of like the missiles in uh life force or gradius would you say or very similar very similar now what i did use a little more often was the bullpup I started using this at the end, and I really wish I had used it a lot more. Yeah, because it is a five-way missile shot.
1: Yeah, it it covers a big area, and it goes through, like, walls and
0: stuff. Yeah, it will destroy a lot of things. It's great at bosses. Yeah, for sure. What also may be great for bosses, but I never got to use, was the super shell.
1: Uh, I used this a lot in the early game uh, for certain levels, or certain bosses. It's really strong, but it won't go through stuff. Okay. And Certain, it is a
0: giant laser energy beam.
1: Yeah. Or it, it looks like a spirally kind of fireball. Like the main reason I remember this from when I was younger, the main reason I started using, it, I was like, that just looks awesome. So I, I just wanted to use it. And uh, so it always it kind of worked its way into my strategies early on.
0: Excellent. Now another great weapon and uh, beautifully named is the thunder laser. Thunder laser. The thunder laser. Uh, it's like Three electrical bolts shoot out of the front of you, one forward and the two at 45 degree angles.
1: Yeah, they come up and uh, down.
0: Uh, And it's great because it also will go through walls and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I I used it for certain areas because of that.
0: Again, uh, I sadly did not have the ship uh, for my final playthrough that utilized this very often. Okay. After the Thunder Laser, we have the standard bomb. I use this a bit at the beginning. Uh, I use these a lot. Because you, you get 50 shots with it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this is, to me, the MVP weapon. You always want to have the bombs. And most levels have an area where they're very useful. If it's not in the beginning, it's at the boss. Well, you, there are a lot of enemies
1: on the ground or just below you if there are other planes. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't use this as much because I couldn't with the plane. I was planes I was with the most. So.
0: I see. Now, were you using the next one more? The napalm? uh no I, never, I didn't use this one at all actually. same here <laughs> but apparently it's a bomb that spreads fire yeah um i saw the enemies use them i've used it before it's it's pretty strong there's like um, one level i think would be really good in but i yeah. didn't have it there yeah but you know what i did have and i loved was the gun pod the gun pod's awesome it basically is a second gun uh that shoots at a 45 degree angle up from your ship yeah and it's like auto fire right oh yeah it just goes for a couple seconds
1: and there are certain bosses that pretty much require
0: it. Yeah. Or the next one, the sealing missile. Yeah. Or sailing missile. Depending on how it's spelled or read places. <laughs> and it is uh, just like the bomb,
1: but up. Yeah. It just shoots vertically, straight up, the... emits little missiles.
0: Yeah. And the cool part is it's a, it's a burst of three. Right. You just hit it once and it'll... So you really get a lot of bang for your buck on them. I bought these frequently, but never used them. Now, there's a couple bosses where they come in really handy.
1: Oh, yeah, I am I can, it's definitely, I always gun potted those, ah, whatever, but.
0: Well, and our final one is the Mega Crush.
1: Yeah, this is your screen wiper, it'll kill everything.
0: But yeah. there is a little bit of a delay on it, so you definitely have to realize it's going to be a second or two after you launch it before it hits. Yeah,
1: but it looks so cool, like it shoots off and then all these lasers come streaming down from the corner, you know. It yeah. is
0: one of the cooler looking screen clearers. Yes, sir. Now, these items are one level use only. At the end of the level, you will be reimbursed for any ones you did not use.
1: Yes, unless if you die, you lose all your money, though. That's to be said. If you don't make it through, then, you know, if you buy a bunch of weapons and you just
0: die, then you just wasted X thousands of dollars. Yes. If you do make it through, you are rewarded and given a little bit of cash back. Now, on the other side of things, there are the planes to purchase. And the planes, once you've purchased them, they are now available for you whenever you'd like in your hangar.
1: Yeah, there are six planes, and you start with one, the F-8E
0: Crusader. That's yours. It's free. Yes, and, um, you know, it has a maximum level of 5 on its guns. Yes, sir. And I found that it had a speed class of C. Yeah, so it's the second slowest plane. And uh, it can be equipped with bombs cluster bombs and the mega crush
1: yeah and you can only hold three clusters and uh but you can't hold 50 bombs yeah so do the next plane available is the f-20
0: tiger shark you yeah, know this bad boy will run you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and its max level is five but its speed is class b
1: yeah a, a little faster and it can hold a lot more weapons you've got the cluster uh the s- no, wait, I'm no, sorry. No, it look, is I was the Phoenix, the, wrong one. Yeah.
0: the Falcon, the Bullpup, the Bomb, and the Mega Crush.
1: Yes, and uh, I did not use this plane.
0: I did. I upgraded this plane, and then it was the only one I used for most of the game.
1: Mm, gotcha.
0: Um, I don't know why, but I just did.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I When I look at it, I'm like, it does have a better... Eh, well. It's the speed. I wanted
0: that speed. Oh, gotcha. And then I was going to try to save up for the final plane... Mm. but i could not so you know what i did not buy was the f14d tomcat
1: yeah this was the one my first purchase
0: okay it is a max level five and it has a speed of a so it's the fastest
1: yeah and uh it, it does cost a little more than the tiger shark it's three hundred thousand. oh
0: yes and uh it carries the cluster bomb the super shell the thunder laser and the Mega Crush. I fought about, I spent about half
1: the game with this this bad boy. So that's why I was like, yeah, I use a lot of clusters and super shells.
0: <laughs> I can definitely see that. Now, my final question for you, Nick, is what does the F stand for in all of those planes? It's fighter, right? That is correct. You yeah. win five bonus points. <laughs> Next up, we have the A-10A Thunderbolt.
1: Yeah, this is your anti-ground, uh plane um it's the
0: slowest plane yeah it has a speed rating of d and also sadly it has a max uh gun capacity of three yeah but you do get kind of an inverse gun pot.
1: like it has a, a ground shot that always shoots down which is pretty neat
0: yeah in the arcade version this is a uh, greg's standard vehicle
1: yeah if you look uh in the cutscenes and stuff, you know, they'll have you flying whatever plane you own. But the the two computers, when you see them, you know, they're always flying their signature plane. Like I think Shin has the
0: Tiger Shark, uh-huh. and, uh huh,
1: and Mickey has the the Tomcats, or maybe vice
0: versa. You know what? It doesn't matter because Greg's the cool one, and this is the <laughs> this is the one he flies.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a little more expensive again, 350000 and you get, uh, you know, your ground-based, your, your Falcon Bombs, and your Bombs, your Napalms, and
0: your Mega Crush. Yeah, and um, while the downward shooting is cool, I don't think it, it's made up for by the slowness and no, the weakness. I mean, it kind of seems made for one level, but it's not that level well, easy anyway. It's made for being player two in the arcade game. <laughs> right. And you can have two on the screen at one time. But... If you pass that one up, maybe you'll go with my main plane, the YF-23 Stealth Ray. Yeah, man. And this is a maximum uh, power-up level of six. Yes, which is uh, pretty powerful. And a speed in the B category, so fast, but not the fastest. Yep, yep, it's it's going to run you uh, half a million dollars. But its claim to fame is that homing missiles will not lock onto you.
1: Yeah, I was curious if that was true, because I did not use it, and I didn't ever notice it before.
0: Um, I did use it, and I still didn't really notice it. Oh, okay. I mean, there's so many missiles flying around. If they're not homing on you, they're still going straight across the screen. Right. So it's not like they're not a problem. Yeah, I, I was just curious. I was like, man, how does that uh, work out? I don't know. I don't either, but I used it. I used it a lot, and, uh, and its loadout is... The Phoenix, the Falcon, the Gunpod, the Sealing Missiles, and the Mega Crush. So, Nick, were you able to save up for the final ship? Yes, sir. The oh. F-200 Ifritz.
1: Lucky you, because it has a max power level of 7. Yeah, baby. It, it, it's going to cost you a million dollars, but it's worth every penny. And its speed uh, level is B. Yes, and uh, it can use all of the weapons... All of them, and you also can hold way more ammo with all of them as well. Like you get two mega crushes. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all like like you get 30 phoenix missiles. Oh like, man, that's why like in the in the last levels I was just like blasting away with those. Like
0: uh, that would have made that last boss a lot easier. Yeah,
1: especially because you can get that weapon, weapon rack. Well, you can get to him with three mega crushes, man. But another little side note is that this was apparently developed by the Soviet Union. Ooh, which dates this game
0: so nick were you able to check out the manual for this game uh
1: you bet um this manual is uh you know we're in super nintendo world so it's a full-size manual
0: nice but Full color
1: no this is black and white and in <sighs> fact it has no artwork or pictures of any kind Not,
0: what this yeah. is capcom right uh,
1: yeah it's about 12 pages i think I, I forgot to write it down but it's very short um
0: that's, that's just that is just wrong.
1: And I'll be honest with you: almost all the information in this manual is in the game itself,
0: like except the for cut maybe, scenes in the beginning and all that. Yeah, there's. Yeah,
1: it's. You know, that's where I. It tells you where they're from. You know, like Greg's from Copenhagen. Oh,
0: because that was not in the cutscenes. Yeah,
1: those are the only. And it does. Uh, it gives you two erroneous informations about the star and the weapon rack which I'm like, Great. maybe that's a fold over. I don't know. There's very little in it. I mean, it, it kind of just tells you how to control it, etc. It does have... Okay, I, I take that back. There is one instance of artwork. Oh, yeah? What is it? Well, in the back cover, there is a full-page ad for Mega Man 3 on the NES, which is a weird rendered drawing of the box art cover. But it's like on a drawn box. It's really weird. It made me laugh. And I was like, I, wasn't this out way before? Yeah, I was just going to say, when
0: did, weren't we on Mega Man like 5 at this point? I,
1: yeah, that's the impression I was under. So maybe that's worth tracking down. But, or maybe they're just really trying to unload old uh, Mega Man 3 carts. I, I don't know. So, I don't either. Yeah, so dropping the ball on this
0: book, you win, Squadron. So, Nick, what was your personal history with this game?
1: Well, as a it's a very early, I, I'm pretty sure, a launch title on, in the US or, or damn close because this was, I'm pretty sure, the first game I rented for the Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I don't think it was that first week available, but it was available in one of the first weeks because I agree. I know I rented this game sometime between September when I got it and the Christmas that I got my first wave of games.
1: I wonder, um, I'm pretty sure it would have been available before i got my super nintendo's even if it wasn't the real launch it i think it was for me so
0: you rented the game
1: uh yeah i never beat it. i rented it several times it was always a fun game but it, you know pretty tough and uh never beat it until years later kind of picked it up again and uh just you know made it a goal and, and went through it
0: yeah uh i agree i rented it i don't think i beat it then uh a friend of ours in high school had it and we played it a lot in his basement you yeah know, over a good old bill's But uh, I have a memory. I felt like I beat it either there or it became a game we played a lot in our downtime uh, at a weird job we had on the Air Force Base. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure that's the first time that I had beaten it. Yeah, I feel like I had beaten it somewhere in there, but I'm not sure if that's a memory of me watching someone beat it because when I got towards the end of this game, there were a few things I did not remember. Okay. Or just weren't as clear as I thought they would be. Well, Nick, what was your more recent experience with UN Squadron? Well, I was able to
1: beat this game. Um, it took me uh, four different playthroughs. I did them all on normal. Um, first one was really getting used to it again. I, I kind of came in thinking this is going to be easy, like I do frequently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was right in there with you. And it, I mean, the, the very first level, pretty chill. But then after that, I was like, whoa, OK, I, I need to <laughs> I need to go back to the drawing board here and figure this, you know, these patterns out again.
0: Yeah, I made a mistake that I'm made a couple times that I'm probably going to try to avoid. And that is playing the arcade version first. Okay. Because the arcade version is a thousand times easier with quarters, continues, and um, two players on the screen at once. Oh, I bet. That's, yeah, I've never played it, but it sounds awesome. It is a lot of fun. Um, You know, you can tear through it in about 25 minutes with a five-year-old. So that's the way to do it. But as far as the actual console version went, I played about an hour a night. Um, I did start on normal, but I was not making the progress I wanted, and I wanted to just kind of clear further into the game. So I did knock it down to easy. Okay. And I was able to beat the game on easy um, my third night, I think, or so. Uh, Then I went back and bumped it up to hard and started working my way back through it again on hard, not getting to the end, you know, in our allotted week here. Oh, okay. uh, Between games, but I think I can do it with a little more practice. Uh, My son and I did spend a good two hours the other day. Kind of going back and forth, trading off the controller, getting a lot farther than we had before on on normal mode. Right on. Well, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I would like to say that this game, for me, was the first time I really felt like the home console experience was catching up to the arcade. It looks really good. Like, you know, when I popped that in, I thought, this could be at the arcade. Like, you know, without seeing them side by side, I really felt the speed, the action, the sound. Oh, sure, yeah. It captured everything you want in an arcade shooter.
1: Yeah, they, uh, you know, to their benefit, most of the sprites are pretty small. So you have a lot of room to maneuver. And, you know, while the screen gets very filled with bullets and planes frequently, you, you can still get around.
0: Yeah, and one of the things I really like about this game is that every plane has a ton of animations for it turning around, rolling, pitching. Like, it's really cool how they managed to get each plane to look like it's moving around in a 2D space. Not only that, but the planes look, you know, all
1: six of them look different. You know, there's a ton of different enemy planes. Well, you know, you find a lot of them that are
0: repeated, but there are many different models with different behaviors. And it's very easy to tell them apart right away. Not just by color, but, you know, the the sprite is good enough to, oh, that is a VTOL or that is, you know, like a Tomcat type looking one.
1: Yeah, and uh, you have, I mean, the music's awesome. Um, yeah. I, I totally forgot about it, so it kind of caught me off guard. And, you know, and it gets overlooked in a lot of action games because you're not paying attention.
0: And there's a lot of shooting noises, which does take away from it a little bit. But the music, I agree, it really pumps you up. It like gets you going. It makes you wanna burn through those levels and when you get to the boss, knocks it up another notch. Makes yeah. you really wanna just hunker down and get through.
1: Yeah, I this game really uh, you know, hooked me early on because it's like, okay, A, you get to choose your characters and i love that in any game and it gives you so many weapons and then there's different planes and it's like well which ones are the best for which levels and i, right. just, I love figuring that stuff out
0: and i'm usually more of like a futuristic shooter kind of guy when it comes to the shmops. sure sure but this one it's just got such great i don't know just everything comes together so well that it holds for me even though these are more modern planes and more realistic looking scenarios
1: yeah, there's. I mean, I guess in the in the the manga, like I kind of looked through some stuff about it briefly, and it's like they have a list of all these like it was like the real planes, like they're all real, like yes, you know, very specific models, and I, that comes through here, I think.
0: Oh yeah, it was definitely a plane lover's manga. But uh, also, I read that in that story, the main character was tricked into joining the foreign legion in the yeah, future, the, the, Shin. Yeah, and all of his missions are to get money to buy his way out.
1: Yeah, yeah, which it really made it sound pretty interesting. And I was like, maybe I should go back and check this out because it sounds a little darker than I would have thought, of,
0: you know, for UN Squadron. Yeah, it's. I agree. I definitely would check this out if I had a chance. You know, one other thing I really like about this game is the flow where, you know, the levels are very different. There are some that are super short, there are medium lengths, and there are ones that are very long. Yeah, yeah. But each of them has a lot going on that will make it feel very different from the last
1: yeah, and you have cool, like, you know, you make a pass, and then your plane will turn around at the end of the level, and you'll head back. Some of the bosses work that way, different...
0: Uh, it, it's, it's a neat... It looks cool, and I think it's a neat touch. It is. In fact, it's such a neat touch, I think we need to discuss it level by level. So... One thing that will make this level by level a little more interesting is that you are given the freedom to choose the order of levels you partake in.
1: Yeah, within a certain parameters.
0: Now, everyone's going to start at the beginning on the first level the same, and yeah. that is the
1: ground base. Yes, or frontline base.
0: Frontline base, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, you get a little map scene, and you can move your marker around normally, but in this one, only you know a small section of the map is lit up, and that's where you got to start.
0: Yeah, and this first level is a pretty standard shoot-em-up experience. You have a good mix of enemies coming in from the ground, from the air. You've got your waves of four orange that you got to take out to get your power up.
1: A lot of helicopters. you got tanks, missile launchers on the ground, cannons.
0: Uh, I think the biggest pain in this first level is the giant aircraft guns. They do a lot of damage, and you have to get really low to the ground to hit them.
1: Yeah, maybe if you have bombs, but... I didn't take any weapons here when I came. Oh, I always take bombs.
0: You got to take some bombs with you. Yeah, I mean, they're so cheap, so there's not really, I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're going to make the money back on those bombs after like five guys. Easily. So you get through the level, and at the end, you encounter a gigantic tank. Yeah, it's like a a huge rocket launcher
1: tank thing.
0: Mm -hmm. But I got to say, it's pretty underwhelming as far as bosses go.
1: Oh yeah, it's very much an intro boss. You just, uh, you know, you can fly down right in front of it and avoid its its huge missile rack. You know, shooting all these missiles off easily, and then there's some smaller homing ones. That w- that's all you worry about.
0: Yeah, that is the only thing that can really hurt you if you stay at the bottom of the screen. So if you pop up every once in a while between volleys of the giant missiles, you can take them out. And I mean you. Probably will get your, what, level 2 gun
1: here? I'm not sure. I know, mm-hmm. you know, Shin goes up really fast, and Greg is the slowest. So I, I can't remember mine. I, I was Greg. And, mm-hmm.
0: uh, As am I.
1: I think in this level is when you'll get your first, the initial power-up.
0: Yes. Now, every boss has a gym somewhere on it. That will show you how hurt it is. Or most of them will. I was going to
1: say, I I know some of them do, but maybe I just didn't notice I don't
0: think some of the bases have them, but I know most of the, quote, bosses do. This one definitely does. And you'll see it start at blue and change from purple to red, and then he is dead. On the way out. Once you have defeated this giant tank, it explodes and you fly off into oblivion. You get a nice little splash screen. Yeah, and there's a
1: a different quote for most of the the levels which is all right it's nice little yeah I, funny thing
0: i think it's a different quote depending on who you play as as well oh okay so next up uh, there's a couple different places you could go yeah you actually have there's really five
1: levels you could choose from there are three you know bases kind of you see on the ground with the three red triangles as their indicators as well as you know there's a, a purple plane flying in towards your base and you might encounter a submarine as well
0: yeah what did you encounter next
1: Uh, The first thing I went after was the enemy Air Force.
0: Okay, yes. Same here.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is an entirely aerial stage, so no tanks or anything. You get a lot of, it's stormy looking clouds rushing by, parallax, looks cool.
0: Yeah, I really like the effects of the lightning in the background. Super awesome.
1: Yes, and you'll find tons of jets here. The blue jets make, I don't know if this is their first appearance, but this is where they really establish their uh, bastardly reputation.
0: Yeah, they are a pain. And you also are encountering the giant planes for the first time. The ones that like drop weird rocket hooks. Yeah, are they like claw parachutes or. I uh, don't know. The claws, you can shoot through them. They're not hard. No,
1: no. And this, this level, I mean, this is where I can really see people were like wanting to play with Shin because you'll get, you know, you might level up to your third level here with Greg, mm-hmm. but Shin definitely will. And it makes
0: those guys a lot easier. Yeah, you can tear them apart before they really start to become a, a headache.
1: Uh, But, I mean, nothing too crazy. It's just lots of jets and then those big jets. And if you can, you know, keep destroying the jet, the big ones before they build up, if you get two or even three on the screen, it could be a real headache. But it's not impossible.
0: Now, this level also really uh, highlights the variety of enemy patterns. You will see enemies come into the screen from all kinds of angles, take all kinds of weird turns and spins around you and that kind of stuff.
1: You know, you get the curvy... The jets come and curve down right in front of you. Sometimes they'll shoot missiles. A lot of guys coming out from behind you, too. Yes,
0: but it's not that long of a level, and at the end, you will find a giant stealth bomber.
1: Which, uh, you know, we should mention, there is a hidden uh, fuel tank in like, in the same screen as him, I believe. Okay. So that can get you some of your life back if you're having trouble. But I'm mostly... Like, he comes in up from the bottom back, and that's when it's time to unload uh, 40 to 50 of your bombs. Yeah, you can, you know, you like can get through most of your bombs away.
0: right there. And the stealth bomber it drops bombs it shoots fire from the back of it yeah it shoots like a fire stream and it shoots those
1: little like spread flak bombs or whatever yeah i think it, it,
0: it throws exploding shells
1: but i think it's really cool that you can see it bombing like not necessarily you it's kind of in the background but it's dropping bombs on some target below and but I was like, you can get hit by those bombs so watch out. Oh, really? Okay. I never went down there. I just thought they were background. No, they are They are an actual attack. Okay. Well, I still think it's cool that it's yeah. like, you know, their mission is to bomb something else,
0: not you. But, you know, they're not going to be able to finish that mission. No. Because if you use all 40 to 50 of those bombs... It doesn't take much with your main gun. now it's like, I'll, I'll use
1: those, and then if I'm stuck in the top right corner, Mega Crush, because that'll destroy all the projectiles. You can fly down behind them, and by then, just a you know a slap on the wrist will take care of it for you.
0: Agreed. I usually save my Mega Crush for some uh, dire situation in the boss, because it does clear out almost all of the flack, usually. All right. Well, you clear that stage, you get a large bonus. We didn't mention that. When you clear a stage, you usually get a very large bonus for like, clearing the stage. About 100000 per stage, right? Yeah, and that's the money you really make that will put you towards your next plane. Definitely. Now, after the giant plane, I took a trip to the forest. Okay.
1: Um, I If it's available to fight, I would usually go for the sub okay, attack. And- but, I mean, it's not always there. It'll pop up and then, you know... Sometimes it'll force you to fight it.
0: Yes. Now, any of the moving uh, vehicles from the enemy that you see on the map, be they planes, trucks, or the submarine, if they do make it to your base, then you don't have a choice. You have to fight them. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of want to take care of them before that just to make it easier on yourself. Agreed. So, the Forest Fortress. This is a good level to get a lot of um, power up for your Vulcan cannon. Yes, but... It's a little tricky because, uh, well, there are a lot of trees. It is a forest, and those trees will take a hit. Yeah, you can fly down and clear them out. So, yeah, you want to do that because otherwise your bombs are kind of useless. And what really gets me on this level is that the majority of power-ups are on the floor of the forest.
1: Yeah, you'll have orange rocket launchers or things down there, so you're constantly moving up and down, and,
0: and they hit you with a lot of planes. And if you hit the floor, you will get hurt. Yep. So you need to avoid any kind of wall, floor, or obstacle. That's what makes this this level a little tricky for me.
1: Sure. And we also see the the first of those where it's like a squadron of, I don't know, six to eight of those little like Harrier jets where they're kind of, they're like green and yellow striped, but they move in like a snaky pattern. Oh yeah. And you want to get those right away because they, they'll like curve around you and they'll all shoot and they, I don't know. I like to get rid of them ASAP. Uh,
0: the other kind of tricky area is when you come across the big field of missile silos. Yeah, you, you can blow the top rack of them off. But it's not that useful. I mean, you're down. it's actually not as hard as it looks. It's more just a scare factor. Yes,
1: I, I always just get down right by the ground, shoot those, and you can usually clear all one row off before you have to start dodging them slightly easier. But right after that is the boss, the fortress itself. Yeah, the forest base. Uh, there is a, a unicorn hidden before it, if you uh, are lucky enough to find it. I did not. It's, it's kind of like above the tree there, although I sometimes I would find it, sometimes I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I'm not doing something right,
0: but I yeah. know it's there. I've seen it. And this is one of the bosses where this is a common trick for any of the bases, aircraft carriers, or whatever. You really just want to skim the surface of it. There's always a sweet spot where you can hit the things you Mm -hmm. know cannons shield generators whatever they are but still be missed by them by just a hair yeah if you have the
1: right the wide enough vulcan cannon you know you can sit right above horizontal with the with the cannons you know uh i feel like you probably are level three by now maybe uh you can usually blow up the first one on my first pass and then there's you know you have a couple of these like ports where the little jets come out and then there's another cannon
0: now that big turret in the middle that thing has got some sweet sweet animation
1: yeah the way both turrets kind of turn independently and it shows the laser beam charging up Yeah, like
0: i loved it like i wish i could see it more but i'm too busy trying not to die (laughs) that i can't and Um, it moves
1: vertically up and down so yeah i try to pound it as much as i can and then now
0: on the back half of this level there is a hidden uh health up refills all your health Oh the yeah the yashichi yeah 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 um I found it like once or
1: twice never again yeah it's just a horizontal you can get it the, the trick with that is you can reveal it but you like I've found that yashichi many times but it's like it's then a your weird plane spot to get will start
0: to. turning and it gets away from you before you can pilot it and you're like no yeah but you know this boss not too rough no. you just need to take out that big central. Um, Yeah, it's like
1: weak spot, and it shoots a ton of missiles
0: out, but you can
1: blast all of those with um, your cluster bombs. By this point, um, although I didn't go to this level right away, um, I had my uh, Tomcat by now, so I had 10 clusters. Those will take care of it. Super shells take care of those turrets really well.
0: When I was right towards the middle, that's when I used my Mega Crush. And that takes out all the small guns. Oh, really yeah. tears up the two big cannons. It made the level pretty quick.
1: I'll usually I'll try to use it as soon as I'm past the first large laser cannon and that'll finish that one off. Damage the boss and then you might be able to get a little damage on the second large cannon. But either way, not not too bad, especially once you've killed a couple of the turrets. It's you just flying back and
0: forth. Yeah, you shouldn't have too much trouble. You blow that thing up and you get yourself another cute little scene and a great quote. And so where, where did you venture to next? Uh, next, I hit my first supply truck. Okay, yeah, we haven't talked about the Quartermaster Corps yet. And there are three trucks moving around the map, and if you take one out, it will respawn at some point.
1: Yeah, you they're pretty much unlimited. It's a neat little short level. It's like you're in a little canyon dive, and there's three supplied, you know, there's like a convoy across the middle, and you, you swoop down from one side, and try to take them out, and
0: then turn around and come back. And you only have, what, 30 seconds to do it? I think it's 40 Either way, at the end of each side of the caravan, there is a rock. That's the only obstacle, the only hard part, is avoiding that rock. Yeah. You shouldn't have any trouble with these people. And then you get down and you shoot them.
1: Um, Early on, I would just use a cluster on my first pass, and I can usually take out two of them, and then the last Mm. one's almost dead. But pretty quickly, by now, if I have a super shell, and if your gun's at least level 3, maybe 4, you can just... Line yourself down right in front of them. shoot one super shell, and between that and your gun, you'll kill all three, and you're done in like 10 seconds.
0: Nice. And your reward for such a short level is still $20,000. Yeah, and uh, 5,000 points. Oh, great. I mean, it's not as good as uh, that bonus thing. No, this
1: is where you can do some some grinding uh, for stuff. It's a slow process since 20,000 is not a
0: lot. No, you'd have to do a lot of grinding. Well, I did not do a lot of grinding. Instead, I moved straight on to the Desert Ground Carrier. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, That's where I usually go after the forest base
0: as well. Cool. And for me, I love this level, as you could imagine, because you know that I love pixelated sunsets. (laughs) It's a really good-looking one, too. Man, it looks great. You get the heat distortion in the background
1: going back and forth
0: and i know i was loving it I man I, th- I thought this was, background was amazing and, and like the, the
1: rocks and those little like cave overhangs like they look really good they look like real rocks I, i'm i was still kind of uh, amazed when i played it uh, recently
0: yeah now this level has a ton of ground troops
1: they are really up in the ground troop game yeah. in this one this is clearly the level that the
0: a10a was designed for yes and there's a lot of places where you're blocked by rocks and yeah. uh, you know there's enemies right on the other side, so this is a bomb centric level.
1: Right. I use a cluster. Um, this level does have a star in it. Okay. So that's worth fifty thousand. And if you're feeling frisky, what you do is you get that, fly through the entire level, and then die at the very end. Come back. You'll still have that money. Like you can. This is a way to you right. can use the those stars to get for grinding
0: if you're willing to give up your lives. And I'm not because I need those lives. I'm going to lose them. Um. Probably not at these big helicopters that you're encountering for the first time. No,
1: they come down and this level also seems to have a a good amount of your uh, Vulcan power ups. So Mm -hmm. hopefully you should definitely have level three by now.
0: And these big helicopters, they shoot missiles, which aren't as big of a deal because you can shoot missiles.
1: Yeah. Unless they are able to out shoot you. You know, if there's two of them on the screen, maybe there'll be enough of them coming to bog you down, but you can usually kill one right before the next one shows up.
0: Yeah. But towards the end of this level, uh, they're shooting missiles. A bunch of the planes are shooting missiles. The tanks are shooting missiles. There are just a billion missiles flying around right before the boss of this uh, this level. Yeah. And the boss of this level, he was not invited to the missile party. <laughs> it is the desert ground carrier itself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, it has a huge uh, missile shooting... I don't, you know, field of a fire that they come out of, uh, the, the bottom of the, the screen and shoot upwards yeah. at you, but you, you can blow those up.
0: I, I don't understand this boss at all. It was so easy.
1: Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, there's different ways stay to stay at the very front and you go, you can sh- go below its shots and then you can slowly whittle away at the missiles and yeah. those, uh, hatches where the, the planes are coming out.
0: I never went above the top half. I never went to the top half of the screen. I just stayed towards the bottom skimmed the surface of that deck and you know it's not a turnaround level you just stay back there and that's it blast
1: away i did see when i was checking after i'd beaten it i saw someone who um there's an easy way if you have uh, napalm bombs Mm -hmm. you can just fly above to the top right above its weak spot when you know when it pops up and you can hit it you can just keep bombing it there and it, it can't hit you wow so i didn't have napalm bombs so I, I toughed left... it out with super
0: shells. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, so I just shot away. Just used my normal cannon. Yeah, and there is a weapon
1: rack pretty close to the beginning of this boss, so you can get a lot of your you know special weapons up there. Cool.
0: Now, once I defeated this boss, I moved on to the C-Vet sub. Okay. It so... had surfaced, so I was able to go in and fight it.
1: Gotcha, yeah. Uh, well, I had fought this one earlier. This is kind of a mini level. It's There's not much I to it. I don't know
0: if I would say level at all. I mean... right. <laughs> As soon as you're in, you, there's, like, one plane, and then the sub starts to surface. Yeah, it keeps, like, it'll it'll surge
1: up and shoot a little short-range missile, and then it shoots some missiles out of its back, and you have a couple planes that will fly from either side trying to kamikaze you.
0: Yeah, I mean, when it first appears, you just want to bomb the crap out of it yeah. you know, mm-hmm. for a second. Uh, otherwise, I just get up in the left corner, and you wait for it to pop up and shoot its big shell out. Once that's gone, you go down, shoot it in the front a lot, go back up to your corner— rinse, repeat. Its missiles
1: will explode at the top and make these little, I don't know, parachuty chopper, bl- I don't know, these things that fall down small. But they're slowly. real slow. Yeah. Um, I didn't have bombs, so I just sat down in front of it, shooting it in the face with my gun and sometimes super shells.
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy. You can tear right through it. You don't even need to really use any weapons if you're just being patient. I agree. And I don't know how much money you get for this sub, but hopefully it's a lot. I'm pretty sure it's another 100 grand, but I oh, wow. can't say for sure. Well, after I defeated it, I moved on to the Minx aircraft carrier because I wanted some more water action.
1: Yeah, and I saw something interesting. You know, Minx is a weird name, but I wonder if it's a mis-translation like, or misalliteration of Minsk.
0: Oh, Minsk, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I thought the exact same thing. because I, I saw that in some screens. Like, I don't know if it's from the arcade or something, but I mean, that makes a little some sense because that's a city in uh, Belarusia. But uh, either way,
0: Either way, you are back at sea, and uh, what would have been tanks are
1: all now boats. I think the boats are worse because they come at you from behind a lot of times and just shoot this stream of missiles
0: that you... And they're a lot faster.
1: Yes, and while they can be avoided, it's dividing your attention
0: between tons of planes coming at you. This is another uh, area where you want to be bombing a lot. Now, the downside is that a lot of these ships shoot missiles, and your bomb will hit the missile, killing the missile, but not hurting the ship
1: yeah this has a the first appearance of those like purple jets that Mm -hmm. look kind of like a stealth they come down and kind of hang and then jet past you they're not too scary
0: no and this is a fairly uh, short level all, all in all yeah and at the end of the level you have the battleship minx yes it's a big it's a good-looking battleship. I mean, it's
1: pretty faithful. You have huge cannons on the front, little yep. turrets, uh, some missile launchers,
0: and you just slowly move across it, similar to the forest base. And, you know, I find a similar strategy works where you skim the surface of it. Now, the big difference for me was that I found the cannons on this one are really, really hard to destroy
1: that's uh what i would do is you know like you said you skim there but uh with the first one you're powering through and then as soon as you can start to see the second one i start blasting away with super shells they'll go through both they'll mm-hmm. hit both they're pretty strong like they'll go through enemies but not the background so yeah, certain don't... areas this one it works out pretty well like i can get both of the first two turrets
0: dead before my over. lucky you i did not have that option because i could not equip it <laughs>
1: well if you don't i mean the cluster works really well here too if you fly over, I don't know, you do do one of the great strategies I use is what I call the turret dance, where if you can't blow them up right away, you kind of hover above them moving left and right, and they keep trying to aim at you, and <laughs> yes, it just looks yes. ridiculous
0: <laughs> like, back and forth. Uh, I, I did that quite often in this level, especially once you get towards the middle of the ship. Uh, that's definitely where I want to use my mega crush. To yes. Kill all the little guys, take out that middle, you know, turret area a lot. Yeah, cluster works really well for those, uh, the missile launchers down there in the middle. But, you know, other than that, you're just whittling away at this thing as you go back and forth, back and forth over it. Isn't there something on the right, like a hidden... like there, is it There's a, a power-up. Okay, I can't remember what it is. I, I know there's something, but... I mean, it's some sort of power-up. I don't know which one it is, but I, I think it is there. Fair enough. Um, you know, I did have a little trouble with this boss just because those cannons take such a long time to destroy when yeah. you don't have that magical weapon you had.
1: At the you know, My first... Uh, this is the hardest of your first chunk of levels i think
0: yeah and i'm glad I, I did it last what i wish i would have done before this one was what i did next and that's the Wolfpack squadron
1: you fight the wolf packs yeah now,
0: this is another squad of mercenaries yeah you're up against uh, uh some of these bad boys and this is a really cool level you're like way up in the clouds now yeah and it has a weird scrolling like you when you're moving up and down it's like yeah. vertical parallax so you now have a larger field to move in than you ever had before which is a little unsettling like, my son couldn't get used to it. He's like, I don't like
1: the stage at all. Oh, it does take... It, it feels really good, though. I like it a lot, but it does take a little getting used to.
0: Yeah, I think it looks great. Now, the one big pain in the butt of this level is there are these uh, Harriers that come out and just hug the very back of the screen yeah. and occasionally shoot at you and then zoom out. Yeah. But once I realized that you can just go to the very back side of the screen and one bomb will take them out.
1: Oh, if you get There's like to
0: a top corner or anywhere on the left okay anywhere on the left a bomb will take out anyone on that hugging that side of the screen
1: i would wait for at least two or three if i could but a cluster bomb will just like Mm. it'll get rid of those and and then you're off to the the boss the three purple stealth planes
0: yeah and um these guys are so easy it's not even funny yeah i they're very easy because i used my mega crush right off the bat yep and then it's like three shots from your gun yeah, and I was dead. able to, it was like Mega Crush,
1: and then I used my last three clusters right away. It was like, ching, 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 and then they were all dead. It I was, was going to say,
0: yeah, because I just started shooting and moving down, and it's like, as my gun went over them, they exploded. And we should have a pretty strong gun by this point. Yes, especially if I've, you know, you've done maxed all out these other five. levels.
1: I yeah. was maxed out at this point. After you, we beat the Battleship Minx or Minsk, uh, that's when it kind of expands your choices now. You do get the wolf pack, but now you've
0: revealed the next uh, chunk of levels, which is really just two. But they are both a lot harder than the previous wave of levels. Which one did you tackle first?
1: Um, Well, first I fought about, I spent, I timed it to six, seven minutes, round up and say seven minutes, killing Quartermaster Corps to
0: buy the final jet. Yeah, and see, I did not think of that so at some point here is when I realized I'm not going to be able to get that final jet. I'm just going to go for the stealth.
1: You need one of the two of them for uh, maybe. Okay. The first level I went to is the canyon level. Yes. I think you can get by that. But the next one after that, the cave, like you need one of the last two. You need the gun pod.
0: Like you need certain uh, Yeah. So which one do you want to start with? Because I can explain to you. That is how I ended up buying my final ship. The stealth was because I went to the cavern first. So let's discuss it. Okay. Yeah. You go into a huge cavern. And when you enter the level, your view is blocked of your ship as you enter the cavern. Right. And of course, there's two waves of guys and something shooting at you at that point. So I yeah. almost always took a hit. I hated it.
1: Yeah. Once you you can do this, you have to keep moving like up and down because it's like alternating top down, you know, all the, yeah. the turrets. It is, a,
0: it is a lot, man. You know, there is a lot of those VTOL crafts that mm-hmm. pop up and then like hover around in some goofy way that you don't know where they're going to go super annoying this okay for me this especially
1: certain sections of this level especially but here too i had the final plane so i had 30 phoenix missiles so oh, when man. they start coming from behind you can just keep like the zip, zip, they'll zip around or just keep shooting them like you but have that, enough
0: but still doesn't help you in those really cramped spaces yeah you this know. is the first time you gotta like move up and down through stalactites and stalagmites and stuff
1: yeah and they there's a lot of enemies coming at you then ones
0: that shoot fire
1: yeah, that's, that's new. Yeah, you get the, like, fire wall creator
0: things. Yeah, and then squeezing through those tights man, oh, that was the worst.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, again, this is cluster and Phoenix missiles really help a lot.
0: So, you get through all that rigmarole, and then you're at the boss. Yeah, the weird ceiling tank boss. Yeah, I called it the ceiling tank as well. Nice. But this thing sucks so bad. It, it is hard. It is when I realized I... I, I needed a different ship oh right like i was like okay i'll do some stuff i'll kill some of the little guys i'll i'll do what there's no good way to actually hurt the boss unless you have a weapon that can go vertically yeah you gotta have the ceiling missile or the gun pod yeah.
1: otherwise it's like you can if you use a mega crush and if you're lucky enough to have the ifrit you have two like you're invincible while it's going off so you can fly up right next to its orb mm-hmm. and just shoot it there because it's you know, it's taking damage from the mega crush, but not a ton because it only gets hit in that one spot. But that helps a bit. Right. And there's a unicorn to the right, but
0: yeah, th- that unicorn helps. But I did not have any of those things, so I did have to upgrade right now to my uh, stealth jet. The stealth ray. The stealth ray. But yeah, once you get gunpod, that changes this battle. Oh yeah, and well, gunpod and the ceiling missiles between I those didn't two. Even use the missiles. I was able to. I actually use the ceiling missiles more okay because i found if you just hung out in this little zone you could clear all the people on the ground real easy and it became you know joke
1: yeah, i would just kind of hang on the bottom right and shoot it up at an angle and it would you know take a few hits but uh you know like i said gun pod because then it, it
0: takes you don't have to hold the ah, whatever it, gun pod all the way nick loves that gun pod and he used it to destroy that ceiling tank but let's see if it did him any favors in the next level the final level that you get to choose that's the canyon the canyon level
1: um this This, is uh pretty it can be tough at points at this level it's i don't don't think it's as bad as the cave though
0: mm, i will agree with you you are definitely in a canyon for most of the level and it looks really cool like the effect of flying down into it all the background of the mountain behind you and whatnot i like yeah I like it yeah, a
1: lot. yeah and you have those like rock turret pillars you know it's like a big chunk of rock with turrets inside it you can blow those up those are new
0: uh enemies are dropping napalm now that's new
1: now, if you are saving up for planes, this is a great level because there are two stars in it, and that's a hundred thousand dollars. Mm, so yeah. you, you can get those. If, if at any point you like, you're trying to get that last plane and you just beat the battleship, you know, you can come here. You know, if you're willing to burn a continue for three lives worth, that's three hundred thousand dollars. That's a sizable chunk that could make the difference. You know.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, at this point I probably could do that to make that final leap to the final plane. So maybe my next playthrough was something I'll think about. Instead, I did not, and I just had to uh, slog through this with my, my ray, but it's it's not too bad. This level is uh, a little shorter, I think, Yeah, or at least I mean, it feels shorter than that cave.
1: Well, you have your, your canyon part, but then it's like you fly up above, and then there's a bunch of those uh, purple triangular jets and... Uh, yeah then you get to
0: the boss which is the sr-71 blackbird yeah man real plane uh thank you x-men for uh, <laughs> teaching me what that plane is
1: thankfully there are no x-men on board or you'd
0: be really screwed indeed but uh in fact there, i don't know who's on board because man this boss is not that hard no um i just kind
1: of you know you can stay behind him you know i blast away with super shells
0: well it shoots big missiles Uh, little missiles uh shoots flames out the back of it yeah drops Um, those big missiles kind of downwards but everything it does besides that flame is destructible you can Mm -hmm. shoot it yourself which you know at this point you are maxed out so it shouldn't be too hard gun pods tear them up too oh yeah definitely and you know it will chase you around so you're going to have to do a circle around it yeah your loose orbit so if you have your bombs and your gun pods this thing is toast yeah you just you have plenty of weapons to hit them from any direction And once you've defeated him, you have no choice. You have one level left. Yeah, the final level. The final level. Into the exhaust port of some sort of
1: factory? Yeah, the ventilation. Project 4's fortress. uh, That's the bad guys, by the way.
0: Project 4. Yeah. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Well, it's half of 8. Maybe that. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, this level really sucks. Yeah, it's. uh, you're going to have a lot of stuff attacking you always yeah um there is some slowdown in, yeah. in this part and this mm-hmm. is another case of me very much enjoying the yeah, fact that it's
1: slowing down like it helps sometimes cuz there are so many bullets like you you start off outside and you kind of come to a crater that i guess is the exit part of the ventilation shaft you go yeah. down
0: and then you got to go through like a really narrow tunnel that is a huge pain in the ass yes uh those blue jets yeah will come get you in the butt so i'm taking a hit in that tunnel if i'm not very careful you can avoid them yeah you can and i slowly figure out that you can hug the ceiling or the floor but they
1: still shoot at you in there yeah and if you screw up you can run into the ceiling you know i just use clusters to kill them as they came up mm. i did not have them behind so right
0: <laughs> right So you have that really tight, annoying area. But once you get through there, you are uh, greeted by some really weird things. The rocket meteors. The rocket rocks. (laughs) Uh, Large rocks dislodge from the floor. And it turns out they have a rocket attached to them. Yeah, And then at some point they explode into smaller rocks yeah, they with kind of rockets fly up. attached to them yeah,
1: you can shoot them and they'll explode on their own you can blow up the little three ones
0: yeah it's only when there's like two or three on the, the field and planes coming in that it starts to become a problem
1: yeah this is they're also where we'll see those uh the ceiling missiles that are hanging and they'll shoot down not those too are, hard those are nothing i usually um this is another area where you stay to the back when you start seeing the jets i will use my uh lots of phoenix missiles
0: mm, those things are nice and then uh, the last weird new enemy you fight are these gun turrets on tracks, yes. on the walls. I forgot about these, but when
1: I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love them. This part of the level from here to the end, I was like, I remembered where all these... I remembered the fuel tank, I remembered the unicorn, and I remembered the weapons wreck. So nice. I, remember, I was like,
0: I've been through this many times. Well, once you get through these guys, uh, you're at the boss. And this <laughs> boss is uh What did I call it here? The... The Fat Harrier Jump Jet. (laughs) I always thought of it as the Spruce Goose. It looks just like a Harrier with a huge underbelly. Yeah, it's got a huge, like a carrier
1: jet. Like, uh, uh, inexplicably has a ton of missile launchers on top of it.
0: And it shoots like this weird 45 degree angle down burst of flame.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, And it drops little missiles that will land on the ground. And when they come
0: underneath you, they'll shoot up at you. But I found that those were the only part of this boss that i were hard yeah if well, you didn't pay attention yeah. to them you would get caught off guard and hit by it well there's they're not really hard it's just they sneak by you right like... so you, really the hard part of this boss is paying attention to the missiles it drops <laughs> it's, otherwise it's nothing
1: no it's very easy because like you don't need to fly above it at any point you can just stay right in front of it
0: shooting away you don't need to use any special weapons no. and you shouldn't no uh... because once you blow up this boss You fly forward to meet the real boss of this game. Yeah. So what did you call this guy? Uh, The giant pink super plane. Uh, I said super plane also. Uh, And a fun note, in the arcade, it's not pink. Oh, okay. It's normal plane colored. Oh, fair enough. And much larger. Oh, okay. So regardless, this super plane is something else.
1: Yeah, it's uh, your flying up over it at first you know you're going to be doing orbits around it there's tons of there's like six well, turrets there's fins and
0: you're going to be doing a couple orbits and at some point you won't it'll stop you once you break the all the. on your first couple passes around it it's going to be tempting to use your super weapons but don't don't ever you know really you don't use any of them i did not i used well i have a much shallower loadout than you did oh fair enough so therefore any weapon that shoots downward you do not want to use okay you need to save all of them because once you've destroyed all the turrets that surround this ship you will have access to the center of it yeah this like shaft explodes open and inside it are pistons going back and forth yeah there's two layers or two sets of two
1: above and below the weak spot of you know the glowing orb the blue eye
0: yes and as the ray the stealth ray i only had three weapons that would go downward Okay. And of them, I think I had like 14 of one, 14 of another, <laughs> and 20 of the third. Okay. So what were you using? Like napalm or... No. Falcon? I had to use a bunch of really stupid things. Because once you've destroyed all the pieces of this super ship, you discover in that central column, surrounded by the pistons, is the blue weak point that needs to be hit a billion times to become right, the purple right. and then the red to destroy the ship. Yes. Yes. So and you just bombed it from above. Was your strategy? Until I ran out of all my weapons. Okay. And then I'm in this slow waiting game. <laughs> we can go because down because there's there. one gun that can shoot at you. Yeah. And there's every once in a while one little ship will fly out and you can really easily avoid these things. Yeah. And then it's just like I sat there for I don't know like 30 seconds just being like is this really what I got to do? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then coming to grips with it being like okay, I really got to do this. I've got 3 hits left. How long can I do it? You're what like you just had to do, flying into the gap is fly into... down into that tiny gap, and you've got no room to spare on either side of you. Right? Because the, the weak spot will actually emerge and move out and hit you. Yes. So you know, it was like the Hail Mary. <laughs> it was purple. I had no more weapons. I just had to bite the bullet, fly down there. I took a hit. Let's do it. Still firing away. But boom took it out nice it felt so good that's awesome man i'm guessing you just used all your millions of super powered weapons well um
1: the big one was the gun pod because you can just sit down there and shoot the the blue the blue thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but bullpups and thunder lasers go through the ship so you can just shoot it from the front while avoiding that thing um i ran out of bullpups and thunder lasers did you have to
0: fly into the core?
1: I never did because, like I said, gunpod and I was spamming a bunch of Phoenix missiles, which aren't that strong, but they'll home in
0: on it. So you can hit the blue part with the gun pod from the underside yeah. while it's
1: stationary? Or you can just fly up in that shaft right underneath gotcha. it. You know what I mean? You're like right up on it. And it's just like, but you have to really watch what you're doing because um, mm-hmm. it, it can hit you. But like, like I said, at this point, it was like I had so many special weapons that it was more like in three mega crushes helps. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. I only had one. So. Right,
1: right. Well, it's like if you get that weapon upgrade or the, the weapons rack right before the boss, like then if you haven't used any, it, you know, it maxes all this stuff out. So I was just like, you know, blast away. And it's really more a game of like, don't screw up and get hit by the thousand bullets at the beginning.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, we didn't mention you fly around this thing, but you are getting shot at a lot yeah, as you do.
1: There are like there's a ton of turrets you can blow up, but there's
0: a few you can't. So you're just stuck with them. Indeed. Now, if you do make it through your suicide run, or maybe you had the millions of extra weapons like Nick did, you blow this giant ship up and you and your squad flies right out of that secret base.
1: Yeah. And you get a neat little like or exit. You? Uh, well, you get to see yourself flying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a scripted little you shoot some enemies. And, you know, this is kind of a part that's in a lot of shoot uh, shoot 'em up games that you usually have to play through. Right. But in this one, you don't have to. And then
0: your teammates are seen flying along, yeah. saying, where's Greg? They make it out. Or whoever you might have picked. Yes. His communications aren't aren't working. But of course, through the explosions, your ship flies out. At the last minute, just barely. You meet up with your crew. You got real big, nice, beautiful sprites of all three of your ships. Yeah. And to satisfy a man like myself, <laughs> you fly across the sunset. Yeah, yeah. A good looking sunset once again. You're given a... Nice little chunk of credits.
1: Yeah, they have a little chat. Uh, I like that whoever you select is like, oh, I'm going home now. Goodbye, UN Squadron. And they're like, I'm yeah. done with this.
0: Like, uh, there's a couple goofy names in the credits. Yeah, there's pretty extensive credits too. Yeah, they go on and on. But it's great music while you're while you're watching them. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, you get a nice The End, and that's it. You hit start and it starts you back over. There is no carryover. Correct. And I think it was a pretty fitting ending to an action-packed game. Agreed. Well, Nick, here we are in the review portion of our podcast. And as you know, we use the classic Nintendo Power review system, which reviews across four categories, each category receiving a score between zero and five, starting with graphics and sound. Um, I gave this game a four. I also gave this game a four. I said it has awesome sprites. Yeah, small, very detailed. Amazing animations. And really fun effects. And, and really handles a lot of uh, enemies and bullets on
1: screen. Like, there's some slowdown, but that's when it gets real extreme.
0: Really extreme. But most importantly, you have all those things with some badass music that yeah. really makes you want to fight. Yeah, I um, I never really thought of this game from my past as having great music so i was a little caught off guard by it i was like wow it's really good yeah it's one i definitely want to listen to separated from the game so i don't have to hear all the explosions and bullets happening in front of it and as for the graphics honestly i don't know if there's much more we can say we've uh gushed about the sprites about the animations about the backgrounds i mean i don't think there's any part of the graphics in this game that we don't like yeah it definitely holds up way better than i remembered Next up is play control, which I also gave a 4.0. Okay, um I give it a 3, but um cuz I think it has very
1: good solid controls. It doesn't ask a lot of you, but mm-hmm. it makes it very easy for you to
0: do everything you want. I put that it is it is as responsive as it needs to be with no extra fuss. I mean, literally I was pulling off some really badass moves. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's It's a lot of fun. All your weapons are easy to use, uh, intuitive. And I will say, uh, I play a lot of uh, shmups on the arcade cabinet. And then I've also been playing some twin stick shooters on my computer. And going back to this, I was just amazed at how well I could thread the needle, fly where I needed to, get through the enemies, the bullets, the missiles. You know, I, I loved it. Well, Nick, what did you rate the challenge factor of this game? I gave it a four. All right. I almost gave it a four. I was on the fence, but I gave it a 3.5. Okay. And the reason I did was I said it was very hard, but it does give you three choices of difficulty level. Yeah, that's true. And I think between, you know, you do get three continues
1: with three lives. And during those three lives, if you haven't gotten at least two or three extra men, like you, you can, uh, you know, uh, you can power through. And the the stages are, they give you
0: enough money and you do have the option to grind. Well, and you have the option of what levels you want to tackle in what order. So if there's one that always gives you a lot of trouble, you can hold off on that and and do it after you've upgraded. Exactly. For me, I felt like it was tough. And while I beat it on easy, I am working on beating it on normal, which I don't think should be a problem. And I think with a lot of practice, I could even maybe get this one on hard. Ooh, I don't know. What about the secret, which I don't know if we mentioned the secret gamer difficulty mode. There is an input you can put in on the second controller that will give you a harder gamer mode and I'm pretty sure I will not be playing that. I'm not going near it, man. Well, Nick, our final category is theme and fun. I gave this game a 4.0. I did as well. I think this game is so much fun. It is a blast to play. It is speedy. It is fast. You have tons of options, but most importantly, there is a lot going on that's different amongst you different stages, and that's hard to do in a shooter.
1: Yeah, well, this game, uh, you know, I, I like shoot 'em ups a lot, but this one, since you had so much choice from your characters, you get to level up your guns, you know, there's all these different weapons, like your different planes, like it gave you different options and strategies. Yeah. Like it was just fun to explore and replay.
0: Well, that, and you get to choose your path. You know, I'm having Mm -hmm. trouble with this level. I'm going to just not worry about it right now. I'm going to go fight some Jeeps or the Convoy or whatever. Which, I mean, uh,
1: this game would have been fun if it was just level after level, you know, one after the other. But just doing that little extra choices that it does, uh, to me, makes a huge difference in replay value and and just, you know, to keep playing when it gets hard, you know, or it just, I love it.
0: Well, I think I know the answer, Nick. But should you play this game? You're darn tooting you should. I agree. You know, I don't know what else we can say. Obviously we both love this game. Yeah. We were both surprised at how well it held up for both of us. Absolutely. You know, don't go into this thinking you're gonna breeze through it in a day or two. It does take some practice. You know, if you're really good at shoot 'em ups, maybe you're gonna have a little easier time. Yeah, but you know, it's fun to just putz around and explore the different planes, weapons, find out which characters for you. Yeah, what plane do you like? Which loadout is your best option? I mean It's going to be Greg. He has the coolest mustache. So just just deal with it, people. The only mustache. Yeah, it's the only mustache. But all in all, this game is amazing. And it should be on anyone's Super Nintendo list. Next week's game will be Strider for the Genesis slash Mega Drive. So grab a controller, find a copy of this game, and play it any way you can. And remember, folks, if there's anything big uh,
1: that we missed or stuff we got wrong, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. We'll address
0: it in the future. And uh, while we have started hearing from a few of you about the multi-part episodes, it's mostly people we know in real life. So while we do appreciate the emails or texts, we'd like to hear from some people that don't know where we live. We would like to say thank you so much for listening to our show. Please check us out on Twitter at Car Command. Like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. And subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you use to listen to your podcasts. And always a big thanks to our patrons at Patreon. It is you that make this show possible, and we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on!
1: yes sir that's awesome which thing